0: In this morning's Tech Byte, you can get Disney Plus on your DSTV Explorer, if you want to, Elon Musk buys Twitter for nearly 700 billion rand, and Huawei's latest range of devices in South Africa is all business. Good morning and welcome to Stuff's Tech Byte. This is Duncan with a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. Unless you're taking an internet sabbatical, you're aware that Disney Plus is launching in South Africa from the 18th of May this year. There are already some pretty tempting specials on the way. The mouse company, doubtless, has a few other methods to try and grab your attention. One of those ways involves DSTV. DSTV parent Multichoice has announced that Disney's new service will be available via DSTV's Explorer Decoder come 18 May. It seems there's some additional benefit to purchasing your Disney Plus subscription this way. If you're not opting to subscribe via Disney directly and are planning on keeping your DSTV sub, there might be benefits. MultiChoice said the partnership with Disney Plus leads with an expanded choice of content, ease and convenience of subscription and payment, with the DSTV Explorer Ultra as an enabler. Of course, those benefits could just as easily be you get access to Disney's range of content but just have to pay us more. This is more of a benefit for MultiChoice than anyone else, since you're keeping your expensive satellite subscription, which you can do if you want to or you could do something else entirely. Walt Disney Company Africa's general manager, Christine Service, said, We are delighted to be collaborating to bring South African DSTV subscribers access to Disney Plus's incredible catalogue of films, series, and exclusive content. But then, they would be. The company's been very aggressive about marketing to South African viewers. Pricing through MultiChoice hasn't been revealed, nor has the sign-up method. There is supposed to be a bundled pricing, but MultiChoice isn't ready to reveal that either. It'll be announced in due course, along with a method for getting a new service added to your DSTV account. A lot can change in three weeks. At the beginning of this month, Elon Musk was Twitter's largest shareholder. A few days later, he was looking to take over the entire thing. This led to all sorts of worries and speculation, almost none of which has proven to be correct. So far. On Tuesday, Elon Musk succeeded in his bid to take over Twitter. The final sum for the platform is $44 billion, or a little short of $700 billion rand. That's less than twice the amount of money ESCOM owes, well, everyone. So what's going to change? That's a little less certain than the fact that something is. Musk, the current head of both Tesla and SpaceX, describes himself as a free speech absolutist. The obvious implication is that voices that were previously kicked off the platform, Donald Trump, Alex Jones, and pretty much everyone else you don't agree with, are coming back. Which may not be a bad thing. Social media, as currently operated, is vulnerable to interference by government agencies. Twitter being privately owned might prove more resistant to these efforts. Making Twitter's algorithm more transparent, getting rid of spam bots and verifying all of the platform's users, all of which Elon Musk claims to want to do, could go a long way towards making that happen. The result could well be a social media platform that embraces the principles of free speech, as opposed to speech that suits the bottom line. Or it could turn into a multi-billionaire's vanity project and collapse shortly after Musk's purchase is made final. We'll have to wait and see. Twitter founder and former CEO Jack Dorsey appeared fairly optimistic about the deal, at least. He said, Twitter as a company has always been my sole issue and my biggest regret. It has been owned by Wall Street and the ad model. Taking it back from Wall Street is the correct first step. Huawei has officially announced a new range of devices in South Africa, specifically targeted towards the business space. The lineup was unveiled by Huawei SA head Richard Yu at the company's business product launch event. A wide range of devices is coming from laptops and desktops to monitors and printers. Speaking at the event, you explained. Speaking at the event, you explained. Our consumer-oriented products have drawn widespread acclaim over the past decade, due largely to their groundbreaking user experience. Huawei will incorporate this premium consumer experience into its business products, following three key principles. Quality, intelligence and reliability. First up is the company's range of business laptops, more formally known as its Matebook B series. The lineup features one of Huawei's full-view displays, along with an independent TPM 2.0 security chip. The company hasn't given too much detail on what to expect from the range. The flagship model, the Huawei MateBook B, weighs just one33 kilograms thanks to its aluminium alloy chassis. That notebook features a 14-inch 3000x2000 panel, will run either an Intel Core i5 or Core i7 11th-gen processor, and will sport 16 gigs of RAM. There's only one storage option for the B7, a 512 gig SSD. It should be light, speedy and feature decent battery life. A desktop machine from the Chinese company? Sure, why not? Huawei's lineup, the MateStation B series, aims to offer power to users but in a very compact footprint. The one you'll want is the MateStation B520, which Huawei touts as its flagship model in the desktop range. The company makes a lot of noise about its strengths and endurance, plus its security features. It might even have a point, but mostly we're interested in the combination of the 10th generation Intel i 3 5 and 7 processors, SSD hardware and 8 or 16 gigs of RAM. It's not, as far as we can see, extremely modern, but it weighs just 4 kilograms or so. That's a lot of space to save on a desk. Using any mate station B devices will be pretty difficult without a monitor. Huawei knows this, which is where the Display b 324 series comes in. For the rest of Huawei's lineup, check out the article on the website. Thanks for listening to Stuff's Tech Byte. If you want more tech news, visit our site at stuff.co.za and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at StuffSA. Join us again tomorrow for more local and international tech news you might have missed.